Hello, this is Alexandra. And today's podcast is called Have You Ever Wondered Exactly What Depression Is? Reading up on depression can be very confusing when all you want to know is why do I feel like this? What's wrong with me? And where can I get some help? There are so many different types of depression and theories and facts that sometimes it's hard to make sense of at all. So this podcast organizes the most common facts into bite-sized pieces to better understand the three main types of depression together with their respective symptoms and help you decide if you're having a bad few days or you really do have depression. Firstly, depression is known as a mood disorder. And I like this description of depression because to me it is a disorder which affects our mood and it's a lot more wholesome and directive than commonly used mental health disorder or mental health illness. Both of these titles kind of indicate that it's our brain that's messed up. And that can create fear in those of us who suffer from depression. But mood disorder, on the other hand, better describes what depression is because it really is a mess up of the mood and emotions and the resulting distorted thinking. And I would suggest that the brain chemical imbalance then comes as a result of the depression not the other way around, as the medical industry would have us believe. So what are the more common mood disorders and how can you find out which one you have? Well, in the latest version of the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, Sorry, it's so long, but that is used by clinicians to diagnose mood disorders. And the authors address three core categories of depression. One, major depression. Two, dysthymia. And three, bipolar. So here's an explanation of each of them. Major depression firstly, refers to the depression that comes in bursts and then dissipates quite quickly. And if you're suffering major depression, you will have a heavy, sad feeling, burdened experience, a loss of interest in things that you used to enjoy. The appetite changes, you feel exhausted, but can't sleep properly and have trouble concentrating. People who suffer from major depression suffer from guilt and shame and feeling worthless and may even consider suicide as a result. And this type of depression can be frightening because sometimes it just seems to come out of nowhere. And once you've experienced major depression and it's been untreated, it often comes back after a certain amount of time. And no one can seem to explain where it comes from or why it comes back. So to give you an example of 
the classic symptoms of major depression. I've got a checklist to see what a doctor will ask you to establish whether or not you have this. And what they will look for is if you've been experiencing some of the following symptoms most of the day for at least two weeks. And these are persistent, sad, or anxious or empty mood, feelings of hopelessness, irritability, feelings of guilt, loss of interest in pleasure uh, of hobbies and activities, feeling exhausted, moving or talking slowly, feeling restless or having trouble sitting still, having difficulty concentrating or remembering things, difficulty sleeping, waking up early in the morning or indeed oversleeping, having a significant change to the appetite, having thoughts of death or suicide or indeed having suicide attempts. And finally, aches and pains, headaches, cramps, digestive problems, etc. Not everyone who is depressed experiences every symptom, because some people experience only a few symptoms while others experience lots. The several persistent symptoms, in, in addition to low mood, are required for a diagnosis of major depression. So doctors will be looking for up to seven persistent symptoms. So I'm going to go on to dysthymia, which is the second type of mood disorder. And it's a type of depression that is much longer lasting, but not as so intense. If major depression is the dark, foreboding black clouds, then dysthymia is the light grey cloud that's less menacing but stays there for a long time. Apparently this type of depression will last between two and five years according to the American Psychiatric Association. It's also known as Persistent Depressive Disorder or PDD. This type of depression presents the same emotional and physical problems as major depression, but they are less severe, however, they last much longer. So I'm just going to run through those symptoms again very quickly just to highlight them and see if any of these apply to you. Persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness, sleep problems, low energy, a change in appetite, difficulty concentrating, indecisiveness, a lack of interest in daily activities, not doing so well at work or school, college, having poor self-esteem, a very negative attitude, and avoiding social activities. So, with dysthymia, these symptoms are chronic and usually last every day for at least two years. And a doctor will look for four or five of those symptoms to see if you're 
suffering this type of depression. These symptoms may spike and fade over several years and the severity will vary over time. Now the third type of depression is bipolar. So bipolar causes fairly extreme and unusual changes in behaviour and mood and energy levels, activity and the ability to carry out day-to-day tasks. What usually indicates bipolar is the extreme mood swings from high to low or manic to depressive. So I just want to take you through a checklist to establish bipolar manic symptoms. And they are having increased energy levels, increased activity levels, needing much less sleep, feeling agitated, feeling irritable, where the mind is spinning round like a washing machine, feeling wired, jumpy, having no concern about taking risks like spending money or having sex with strangers, feeling invincible. So bipolar depressive symptoms are feeling generally depressed, unable to focus, forgetful, eating too much or too little, having no energy, feeling sad and hopeless, feeling very tired, constantly worrying, feeling empty, having thoughts about suicide and crying a lot. Now it is possible for some with bi- someone with bipolar to experience both manic and depressive symptoms at the same time and this has a special name called episode with mixed features. It's also possible to feel energised as well as feeling hopeless. Of course, these are general classifications and everyone is unique and cannot often be put into a tick box scenario. So if you don't recognise any of those types of depression and you're wondering if you could be suffering from something else, here's a list of other types of depression or mood disorders that are less prevalent but just as devastating. So we've got postpartum depression, also known as postnatal depression, which is a type of depression associated with very low mood after a child is born. It can affect men as well as women, and the symptoms include sadness, low energy, anxiety, crying episodes, irritability, and changes in sleeping or eating patterns. You can have seasonal affective disorder, a depression in which people who have normal mental health throughout most of the year exhibit depressive symptoms in the winter. There's also a typical depression, and it's now seen as a subtype of major depression and is identified by a responding of a mood lifter when good things happen. Psychotic depression, it's an episode of psychotic symptoms where people experience depression but also have delusions and hallucinations. And then there's the premenstrual dysphoric disorder, 
which is a more severe version of premenstrual tension, where severe depression builds up up to two weeks before menstruation. You might ask yourself, am I the only one who feels like this? But I'd just like to give you some figures because depression is much more common than you think. The World Health Organization actually said that by 2030, depression will be the leading cause of ill health worldwide. And it's often called the silent killer because the the shame that surrounds sufferers often prevents them from getting help. So just to give you some figures, for major depression in the United States, 6.7% of the adult population is affected. That's over 16 million people. For bipolar, 2.6% of people are affected, and that's over 5 million people. And dysthymia, you have 1.5% of the adult population is affected. That's 3.3 million. So over 10% of the population of the states is affected by one of these three mood disorders at any one time. And that's over 25 million people. So you are not alone. Some of us suffer from depression that just comes out of nowhere and has no identity and simply jumps on us. It's like a hijack. And we're left thinking, where the hell did that come from? To try and work it out is sometimes just a waste of energy. It's better to simply accept it and roll with the black clouds because that's what depression is. It's a series of black clouds that just come down on us and no matter how much we swing our arms around like a windmill makes no difference. So acceptance is the key because allowing the depression to be just as it is, is in my opinion, the fastest way to dissolve it. See you on the next podcast.